Welcome to episode 52 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. Ooh, and that, we... was a, that was a voice break. <laughs> Ooh. And we play 40K. Happy 2018. Indeed, happy 2018. May it be a better year than the last one. It's going to be hard not to be a better year than the last one. <laughs> I, I mean, things could get worse. Things can, things can always get worse. Yeah, okay. But, but we're a positive show. Yeah, so yeah. things won't get worse. Things won't get worse. They'll, they'll get they'll, better. They'll get better. Don't worry. Right. Whatever, whatever problems you're dealing with, they'll get better. Especially in the hobby, right? Hobbies <laughs> is getting better and better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is improving. Okay. What'd you get for Christmas? What did yeah. I get for Christmas? Papa, Papa Nurgle deemed, deemed me worthy to be in possession of a um, mephitic blight holler. Nice. And the tally man. For Death Guard. Yeah. The, oh. their, their mask guy. Yeah. <laughs> the abacus guy. The abacus guy. He yeah. brings in, he brings in, he calculates stuff. Right. His, the bureaucrat. The bureaucrat, yeah. What's what is what does he do? Does he what's his special power? He's, he's sort of like a kind like a better dark apostle. He gi- he gives rerolls to I think hits on in fighting, mm-hmm. and but he's cheaper than a dark apostle, and he's got all those other like crit- he's already got like the disgusting resilience so the yeah. pain basically, and he also has this really weird, very specific ability. Whenever you use a command point or something that uses command, like a stratagem that uses command points, you roll two dice, and if it comes up seven, you don't lose the you don't lose. Oh, them. that's interesting. It's bizarre. Yeah, Death Guard you, Seven. You thing. mostly use it for the, his uh, his aura, his reroll aura. Okay. So you like put him with some pox walkers or some sort of a salty unit. Right. Right. But. That's also a fun little add-on. And, he, and, he, and he's cheaper, and the weird thing is he's cheaper than a dark boss, but he kind of has better... Better better stats. Better abilities, yeah. Huh, okay, good. And the Mephitic Blight Hauler was one of the easy-to-fit models now from Games Workshop. Yeah, it's one of the easy-to-fit. How, how was it to, to build it? I'm just going to get in the hobby progress. You built the... Yeah, Mephitic, I built the thing. The, yeah, how was that? Uh, it mostly was good. There were some how, how many How many pieces were it? was it? maybe 12 13 14 something like that oh i i thought it'd be less honestly no it had a it had a substantial number of pieces okay it was it, it was relatively easy to put most in the some of them kind of put in were i don't know it were kind of awkward uh-huh. to put in because it relied on um holes and pegs right and it was sometimes kind of awkward to put to kind of okay, maneuver so, it around but okay. for the most part it was really easy okay so uh-huh. they weren't lying when they said easy to fit yeah it's a weird looking model yeah, it's it's an odd one. It's kind of it's using its like treads, but on like the tippy toes of its treads for some reason. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what what decision that was. I don't Maybe know why it's, it's on treads. Maybe it's disgusted by everything it has to run it's over. Like, oh God! Oh, oh, all this Nurgle stuff on the ground. For being, I, I would hope <laughs> if it's a blight hauler that works for the Death Guard. I hope not. I really do. He's very sensitive. He's very sensitive. It's very. <laughs> he doesn't like germs. <laughs> He's got like uh, sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Part of the island of misfit vehicles, he is. <laughs> right. He's um, a weird looking little thing. You were looking a little guy. I, I think, uh, it, yeah, you're encouraged to buy three of them at 25 bucks a piece because, because you get a plus yeah. one to hit 
if there's three of them. But he's unit. he's got some good abilities. He's got like a, like a nice uh, bubble of like uh, cover yeah. that he has, which is useful. Oh, that is useful. He's got uh, missile launchers, uh, multi melted, so he can hold his own in terms of shooting. Right. He's got like a little flamethrower thing if things. Oh get wow. Close. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a nice little. He's like a surprising little utility vehicle. Right. I'd say. Right. Pretty good. So I was happy with that. If I get some uh, nerglings, I'm just gonna put them all over the base. Nerglings. Oh, yeah. that'd be or, cool. Or riding on top. That'd be funny. Writing? Oh yeah, writing. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> writing on top. Writing on the top blade of that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so you also built a tally man. The tally man. Yeah. He was way from way fewer pieces. Yeah. Very easy. <laughs> Two or three to put Two together. Or three. Yeah, yeah, very easy. Yeah. Actually, it was more. Actually, it was like it was like a seven. Oh. But okay. it's still like yeah, standard, standard character. Standard character. Right. Okay. Easy stuff. Well, I, I finished the plague marines finally. Yep. Uh, seven plague marines. Of yeah. course, the holy number seven for Death Guard. Uh, I think they turned out pretty good. I'm really they happy did. with them. They have the right amount of gore and viscera. Oh yeah, they do. I gave them nice red bases, and I and I, I you know, I worked so hard on these guys. I mean, they're, they're like the Thousand Sons. There's just so many There's details. So, and the thing, the thing with those guys is that they're all in with the, that little box that they were all sort of individual people. Yes. Almost. Yeah. So yeah. With, so, with, with Thousand Sons, it's standardized. Everyone's like everyone's an automaton. Right. So everyone's like, it looks the same. There's no like regimented like standards no. here. No, no. These guys are regimental. All, they standards. all have their own mutations. Yeah, uh, they all have their own things. They, they, there was so much work going in them that I actually spent time on their bases. I, you can always tell that I, if I really care a lot about the paint job, yeah. the base is going to have a little shrub on it. <laughs> a little, little, that's how, that's a little how tough. You, as you can tell that's I a work, signature that's a signature god I worked really hard on this model you know what this deserves <laughs> a shrubbery it deserves a shrubbery so like the thousand suns that has shrubbery the other thing I worked on is to prime the pox walkers yeah so I'm going to follow Duncan's uh, tutorial and just I prime them white and then I'm going to just those, use uh, inks those guys washes. those guys are pretty difficult they, they all have detail too yeah, they have like little, like little, like bulges and. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna spend much jewels. Time. Yeah, I'm literally, I'm just gonna like, uh, kind of like put them on an assembly line. Yeah. So some of them are gonna get a certain color wash. The other one gonna get a like, the other, like I'm gonna use three main washes so that to give them slightly different colorings. Sure. Right, and then I'm gonna use like three or four different pants because all of them pants are wearing shirts. They're just wearing pants. Pants. Yeah. So I'll just do like three or four different pants. And then I'll do the metal parts. And then sure. I'll do a little bit of the pustules, you know, well, to contrast against the... A wee bit of the pustules? Yeah, and then that's it. I'm not, I don't want to spend too much time on them. Sure. They're they're like, you know, a horde unit, so... No, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I'll say, say that now, but I'll probably end up working way too much. <laughs> All right, it's, I started... That's also possible. I finished the uh, Blood Angels Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah, so very happy with him. The last thing I did was to add a, a Blood Angels um, decal on his... Shoulder guard, and I used the micro saw and micro set to make sure it did the whole, you know, folding over the sure. curve. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but it looked, yeah. That, that worked nicely. That was cool. Yeah, uh, and then I started a. Uh, I have all these flyer bases that are just the plain base, mm -hmm. you know, the black plastic. Yeah, and so I've I started to I, I've now made it made a commitment to start working on uh, turning them into little dioramas. Sure. Yeah, they're big enough. Yeah, like, you, uh, you can create a whole little narrative. Yeah, so you can create a little thing. <laughs> so I, I'm yeah. doing one now for our vendetta, our mm -hmm. astronaut term vendetta, and uh, the, the the scene I've set up. Sure. Is that it's flying over um, a like a like a, a fuel depot. Yeah. Except that 
some careless guardsman has knocked over one of one of the barrels, <laughs> and like all this Prometheum is now spilling out spilling into out. the snow. Yeah. So there's snow, there's rocks, there's a couple of gas cans, 1940s gas cans. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and then, you're and then a couple of barrels. And you're working on the uh, you're working on the color of the oil right now, a lot, right? Yes. So I I'm spending time uh, to I'm using Vallejo water texture. Sure. To to uh, try to create you know that rainbow effect that oil has that sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what I'm so what I started out with is I painted the base the part where there was the oil spill part. Yeah. I I painted that a bright silver. Sure. And then I used a technical paint, this green uh, Citadel technical paint. Okay. It's like the one you use to color jewels. Okay. I put that over the silver, so now you have this very bright green shiny you yeah. know base yeah over that i put a layer of um vallejo water texture that was dyed with null oil mm-hmm. so it's like a darker so now it's kind of like dark yeah right and that looked pretty good but then i screwed up i accidentally as i was yep. like i was talking about it I, I, was, I used, I, I I used bore, a white bore witness. To yeah, this. you, you, bore, were, you, were, you I had you were, a water dropper. You had the water dropper, and you were using it to point to the oil. Yeah. at that moment, but it had a drop on it. It had a drop of, of water in it, and so I actually uh, ended up sp- spilling extra water onto this little thing uh-huh. I created, and so I kind of screwed it up. Yeah, but I, I went back it, and fixed it. Yeah, you went. It's it, yeah. it's a, that was a very fixable. Problem. Yeah. So so it, it's going to look cool. I'm going to use different layers of different colors sure. to basically create this different sort of you know, sort of watery, oily textures. Yeah. And hopefully the different colors kind of each shine through and you've got this sort of rainbow effect. We'll see. We'll see how yeah. it turns out. I'll take pictures and show everybody. No, it'll be, it'll, I think it'll turn out well. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is uh, uh, I the barrels themselves, I yeah. use uh, for the first time the Vallejo chipping medium. All right. So what you do with that is that you paint the barrel a base color and then you apply the chipping medium over that and then you apply a second different color over the chipping medium. Mm. And then when that all dries, you yeah. use you dip a brush in water and then you like are able to scrape off some of the top layer so that only the bottom layer shows through. Sure. So I painted each of the barrels a base color. Like one was green and one was like this sort of like orangey yellow. Yeah. They look like, you know, safety fuel barrels. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then after I applied the chipping medium, let that dry, I applied brown over mm. each of that so now when i chipped off the brown some of the color came through so it looks like a very rusty barrel sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i wanted to, i basically wanted the brown to be more prominent so it looked like an old rusty an old rusty barrel barrel and then i took riser rust which is a dry technical paint and then i dry brushed sections of the barrels to make that to, to, to add orange to the brown so that it felt more like rust. So it isn't just old rust. Yeah. But orange is a more newer rust. Yeah. See? So anyway. So and it's then, very varieties of rust. Yes. And then I find the final touch was I used a uh, a oil brush. Gosh, I'm trying to I remember I'm trying to remember the name of who makes this. Oh, it's Mig Mig Jimenez. Mig Jimenez? Mig Jimenez makes like these little um uh rust uh colored uh little paintbrushes in this sure. little tube. That are oil based, and so they have. They're a perfect like brownish, orangish, like uh, rust oil based rust. Yeah, just little spots there here and there. Perfect. Perfect. Looks fantastic. I'm really happy. 
So I'm I'm spending That's way cool. too much time on this <laughs> on this base, but uh, I I like I like that fact that I'm using all these new techniques and all these new techniques yeah. on a, on a base. Like no one, I'm really gonna look at the base and go, "Oh, that's a cool base." But no one really like looks at a base in the way same way they look at a model, right? Sure. So I'm able to experiment using water textures, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, chipping mediums. You're able to do what new you rusting effects. You're able to do stuff that you aren't able to do or wouldn't necessarily want to try on like important models. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I, I can experiment here and then I'm not going to, you know, if I screw something up, that's ah, a base. Big deal. Yeah, it's, it's like whatever. Not a big deal. But, you know, it's, it's turning out fun. I'm learning uh, new techniques on how to make things, you know, cool. Now that is very cool. Yeah. And then finally, I, 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 I guess this counts hobby progress. I bought the, the Citadel painting, painting handle. <laughs> so, so uh, worth the eight bucks. Uh, so worth the eight so bucks. So worth the eight bucks. So what's better about it than your jury rig system? Um, okay, so the jury rig system was to take like a shot glass and then yeah. uh, put like uh, like uh, hobby uh, clay on top of it, yeah, and then stick a a base on that, right? Yes. So you can stick any size base, obviously, obviously, <laughs> forty millimeter, twenty five, thirty two. The problem is that sometimes the base will fall off. I mean, the, really? Uh, it, yeah. Sometimes that you know, if you if you knock it or bump it against something, the little miniature will fall off the. The, the the hobby clay because mm. it's 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 tacky but it's not like super sticky yeah 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 so it's not so it's not a perfect sort of yeah and then sometimes the 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 clay gets stuck to the bottom of the base and that's annoying mm. right yeah that is annoying yeah so so anyway it it works but it's you know but not, it, not it's perfect. not it's not ideal the the painting handle but is the right thickness yes okay. for, for eight bucks you get the ideal system. For, for eight bucks, it's perfect. It's perfect. It has a spring-loaded sort of uh, top area that you can, it adapts it between 25 to 40 millimeter bases. Sure. Right? And then um, the painting handle itself is nice and thick so that it feels substantial in your hand. Like, you, yeah, yeah. you can turn it around. It's knurled so that, you know, yeah. it's not going to be slippery in your hand. Oh. And it just looks cool. <laughs> I don't know why cool. it just looks it cool it looks cool to you yeah yeah sure. it does look cool I had the lieutenant the uh, blend lieutenant on there and I'm like oh man he looks really cool on this, that looks pretty on this base so yeah, yeah so cool. I'm looking forward to painting with uh, with that thing everybody's yeah, got good. one loves it everyone who has one loves it yeah they like, like, like yeah. yesterday we walked into Arrow Hobbies and Shanti was playing with painting and she had the the base and she loved it mm. said she would buy a second one if she could wow yeah yeah I've been hearing people on, on different podcasts talk about how much they love it. So now you're hearing me on this podcast talking about how much I love it. Well, there it. we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So no, go on, by that's, that's a pretty ringing endorsement <laughs> from like everyone who's ever bought it ever seems to it really bucks. enjoy it. Yeah, it, it works. It, it, it works. It works. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty nice. Yeah. All right. So I think that, that ends our, uh, our, our hobby progress so far. Yeah. Um, I'm going to work on the Poxwalkers and continue to walk, work on those. I'm going to work on the Thousand Suns, go back to working on the Thousand Suns. Yeah. Right? Because there are still some that are unfinished, unpainted. Unfinished. unfinished. And then I have a bunch oh. of Necron rates to repair because um, the cats knocked them down and they kind of like broke. So, cats. The one thing cats. When, you, when you play, when you play uh, Warhammer, there's stuff you got to build, stuff you got to paint, and then there's stuff you got to repair all the time. Yep. Anything so. with big old like spindly pointy bits yeah and like, then like that's necrons. very yeah. like that like necrons chaos often has this problem yeah yep yeah and then one final category things you want to repaint 
Well, yeah, yeah, because those are things like you like started painting, or yeah. you started off painting in like the game, and then you're like, oh. You know. Well, sometimes your priorities change, or you want to use them in different factions, armies, whatever. Like I've got, you know, some tanks. Like I, got, I have tanks that I primarily painted in just plain red Blood Angels color. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is just for my Blood Angels. But then I started collecting Iron Hands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and my Iron Hands are red and black. So mm-hmm. now when we go back, is I actually just took a Predator that I that I just used in today's game. Sure. That was Blood Angels red. Yep. He was sticking. He kind of stuck out because he was in with Iron Hands. Right? Yep. So I'm going to go back and add some black mm. and some hazard stripes. So you can So use he'll fit in wherever. In whatever, right? Wherever. So now he's like, he can multi use. Multi use. He can work with Blood Angel and he can work with Iron Hands and whatever red and or black and or hazard stripey army I can come up with. <laughs> hazard stripey. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, that's the That's one the name of this new theme. faction, the hazard stripes. The hazard stripes? <laughs> the hazard stripes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're about. All right, we're about to make the. Hold on, we need to do the third safety check. <laughs> no, yeah. we're about to make the. But right. we're about to make the drop. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I don't feel rules, that safe. R- rules are rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that drop pod can go. Yeah, I, don't I don't think that drop pod can go. Gotta check. Right. Let's go in the news and rumors. News and rumors. News and rumors. Uh, Kid, uh, the uh, codex for Chaos Demons is out now. Yep. We didn't pick it up. We had a chance to pick it up yesterday and we decided not to we at the moment we don't really have enough demons i think to justify we've got some demons mostly they're lying we, around, okay let's look, we have a bloodthirster bloodthirster demon two, print, two blood letter squads uh a demon, demon prince, prince and we have herald a, of corn yeah um we've got the uh what's that demon engine called i don't think that i don't think you, you don't use those in demon coded i don't think you no i don't think you use those in demon codices right okay so, so none of that uh, yeah, the Forge Fiend. So, yeah, so we're not really collecting a demon army. Yeah. I'm intrigued. No, I, I'm, I'm interested. But I think I'm more intrigued in, in like, expanding Death Guard. Death Guard and Chaos. Iron and Warriors. Space Marines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, we're probably not picking up. I mean, there's been some cool uh, demon demon models, Nurgle demon models in particular. Oh, the Grand and Clean one. The Grand and Clean one. Oh. Look at him. Awesome. I mean, He's, they basically took the Forge World version and then made that in plastic and then yeah. gave it some variability so you can give it three different looks because he, he has the um he has like one where he's like smiling uh <laughs> yeah. one where he's has like his tongue out he's yeah. gonna go yeah at you and he's got two different weapons this is just for the regular guy right um he has one which is a big old sword and one is a bell yeah for some reason i don't know why he has a bell well it's a giant bell he can knock you in the head and on the other hand he can bell. either have like uh some sort of flail or like a like a big knife and then there's this third guy who i guess is like a named character he's the one had, with the hat he's the one he has like a cloak on it or like a hood like a, on his head like a hoodie a, yeah. but it's more like it's more like torn cloth on his on his head right uh a wooden staff again with the wood again i okay it's organic I, it's, I, it's nurgle because i guess because there's a whole garden of nurgle thing yeah fine but wouldn't it be cooler if it was like made of like fungus or some sort of i don't know it just looked gnarlier than than wood. just wood yeah I, I i'm with you on that why would it look like a garden like just because he has a garden doesn't mean it's literally made of like oh it's like a real garden it has like wooden trees right and plants and no no but anyway he looks like he's kind of some sort of like spellcaster because the other his other hand has like tentacle i guess like kind of ethereal looking tentacles coming off of it 
he's got a mouth on his stomach and a mouth on under his armpit. His left armpit has a mouth. Gross. Which is very gross. That's so that looks cool. <laughs> so, so that looks cool. That does look cool. It does look cool. There's this, there's this weird thing that looks like a snail with some like a tree on it and some creepy one-eyed cyclops dude with a bone sticking out of his mouth riding it. It looks a little goofy. Yeah. But, you know, Nurgle. Nurgle. There's, a tr- there's some sort of like uh, scenery thing, which is, a tr- I guess it's supposed to be a tree, but it has pustules on it and it has a mouth. Oh, yes. The feculent yes. Gnarlmaw. That, that's the greatest name ever. It, the feculent Gnarlmaw. Yeah. It's a really weird, it looks very weird. Clive Barker kind of tree. Yeah. The other, the other thing's called the uh, Horticulus Slimux. Slimux. <laughs> whoever, whoever's naming things at uh, GW, GW is having a great time. It's, and then, and and then they have some sort of her, new herald looking guy, the spoil pox scrivener. scrivener yeah, yeah, he's scrivener. he's amazing looking. Yeah. Oh, he looks great. He's got like some sort of weird Cthulhu face with like one tentacle going to his back or something. Yeah. He's got a giant. Some sort of thing with a big a mouth, mouth on like his a mouth shoulder. Of Sauron kind of a thing. Mouth of Sauron sort of situation. He has a pen and a big scroll that he's showing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to read from the uh, scroll. Yeah. Well, no, no. He's not even reading from it. He's literally like showing it. Okay. So mm-hmm. either maybe it's some sort of like, I guess. Then what the mouth, what's the mouth for if not to scream out? I guess scream it, out like. You know, hail Nurgle. All right, folks. Here's the way things are gonna run from now. Yeah. Now are these these guys like demons from? Is this for the these demon are straight army? demons? These are straight demons. Okay, so they can be used in, I guess, Sigmar. They can be used in Sigmar, and they can be used in. 4K. Yeah, okay, that that's good. So if you Dual want use. to have a demon army, you can play both games. So yeah, I'd they are pretty cool looking. They're fun. They're fun. They're, They're fun. fun. I I I like them. They're like them. gross, weird, interesting little dudes. And that's exactly what Nurgle should be. Well, speaking Nurgle's of the should be. opposite of that, the other codex that's come out is, um, or you can pre-order, is Adeptus Custodes. Yeah, they yeah. have new models for that who are all like, yeah, gold, so but, much gold, so much like painting gold. gold. This is your army. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> uh, oh, it's a little, too it's, much. it's like Gucci had an army. Gucci. Oh, we, we, I think we talked about this. We did, and then we might have, we might have made that <laughs> joke at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know about the whole custodies thing. I I I just I, I I know you have a whole beef with them being sent out and leaving their bodyguard post to go do things that you know other soldiery should be doing. Other soldiery, yeah. Yeah, I think they're a little overwrought for me as an yeah. army and the way they look. Like, I agree. Like they're trying too hard. To... It's like it's like if you had an army of nothing but sanguinary guard. I mean, sanguinary guard on their own. That's fine. They look like distinguished dudes. Right. Gold distinguished, gold distinguished dudes. dudes. Yeah, like nipple ar- nipple armor is a bit much, but other than that, fine. Right. Uh, but these guys. These guys. The big. Just, that's the whole army. Their land raiders are gold. That's the worst look of a, like a land yeah, raider I've yeah, seen. Yeah, me too. It just looks like, goofy. I don't like the gold. Why would you make your vehicles yeah. gold? I don't know. Not Not for me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in the uh, custodies army. I mean, I get it; and they're going to be super tough and whatever. But I don't think they can like deep strike. They're pretty expensive. I, yeah, let's see competitively how 
I don't well, know. They do. I think they're probably so elite and so expensive that that, that I don't think they're going to make much of an impact. That they're not going to be, yeah, be used in a lot of tournament armies. Mm. I think you know more basic units with Gulliman, you know, yeah. or, or a Death Guard army with Mortarian is more likely to. The Primarchs are going to be marching around, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. So um, I guess that's the only uh, only only real, real news. news. Yeah. Other. other uh, Warhammer stuff is I finally finished uh, listening to the Hell's Reach audiobook. And how was it? Oh, fantastic. Go, yeah. you, if you haven't listened to it, you got to listen to it. What got me interested in it was the um, video project by Richard Boylan, uh, the director slash animator. If you haven't seen the Hell's Reach YouTube video series, I think he's up to part nine in yeah, that yeah. series. Utterly oh, it's so good. Amazing. It's fantastic. so good. He took the audiobook, he took, you know, the, the basically the audio portions of the yeah. audiobook and, and then animated it. Yeah. The last just, episode he did in color. Yeah. Which was crazy. phenomenal. I mean, Every episode he's like exceeding his the, yeah. the bar he set on the prior one. So it's all building up to the end. And the end is amazing. I hope he does more of these, honestly. That'd be so cool. Well, to I, see. Hope, I hope he ends up getting a job with uh, either Games Workshop Game or a video game to, company or a. To do know, something, yeah. Or a Hollywood company. Because be the, cool. guy's, the guy's really talented. It's, it's, it's an impressionistic uh, animation style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could see the evolution of it over time. Yeah, no, it gets better. every episode. For every episode, they just keep It starts off amazing. And then it gets, by the time. Even cooler. Yeah, it gets cooler. Because he's like you know playing with tools and trying new things and you know it's just awesome so this is like a love letter to uh, warhammer as far as i'm concerned it's awesome oh yeah yeah so he's, he's releasing episodes about once a month i think so yeah, yeah, go yeah. go and watch the um please yeah please. if you yeah. we've talked about it before it's fantastic yeah but you should but you really should i know you I, really should you know, we should really have him on the show just you know if we can yeah, if we can get him yeah if we can get for him, sure yeah i'd be, that'd be great talk about the project because it's so good yeah i'd love to have him yeah. Okay, well, let's take a little break. And uh, when we come back, we are going to get into our battle report. In this battle, it was the Iron Hands versus Chaos. Yes, it was. <laughs> All that and more when we return. Okay, we're back. We are back. All right. So I was um, yes. missing my Iron Hands. I haven't played with them in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was missing my Chaos Space Marines, the right. old classic army that I never play anymore. Right. So it was going to be Space Marines versus Chaos Space Marines. Astartes versus Heretic Astartes. Classic. Very simple. A Very classic simple. matchup. But to make things interesting, 
we decided once again to pull out the open war cards. cards. They're just so good. They are so good. They're just, they just, you never so know what you're going to get. And yeah. we have, we have said this before. We have purposely not read, not gone through them. Not gone through them. Not at all. Just because we want to be surprised we every time yeah. we use them. And it's, it's we always are. It's, we always are. It's always a fun time because yeah. you just never know what's going to happen. Right. The uh, We agreed that if we had previously gotten that particular card, we would not use it. So, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we, luckily we didn't draw any, any cards we've used before. Yeah. So let's talk about the mission first and then we can get into our armies. It was uh, 1850. We did points this time. 1850 yeah. points. 1850. Right. And the, the cards we drew, the first one was deployment. Yep. And deployment was one of the weird ones. A little wonkier than normal. It, yeah. It was basically, it was done for a six by four table. So, it was a little, so we had to translate it. Yeah. But basically the concept was it was two, one guy got two deployment zones on either side of the table right. that are kind of smaller than a normal deployment zone. And one, and the other guy got a big deployment zone in the center. Right in the middle, and it was like a big rectangle. Right. So, so there was one long was, rectangle in the center for one army, yeah, and then and two, two smaller, smaller rectangles, rectangles on the other side. Yeah, and it, it, I guess it was supposed to simulate simulate like an ambush or something like that, a flank of some form. Yeah, like I guess you're being attacked be from all to, sides. Yeah, being right. attacked from both sides. Maybe. Right. And then uh, the objective was it was three objective uh, markers, one right in the dead center of the board. Which was very thematic for the for the for, for the for the deployment zones deployment that we zone, had yeah. set up, and then you're supposed to take uh, oh. one deployment. You're supposed to take one objective for yes. each deployment. For each guy gets a de- each guy gets an objective basically, right? And they each can put in an their objective. deployment right. zone. And then you would get uh, at the end of your turn if you held an objective, you'd get one point. But if you had held it the prior turn, yep, you get three points. Nice. Yeah. So it incentivizes you to sit on them. Exactly. For as long and as and defend them and defend them defend as long them. as possible. There was no Slay the Warlord. Nope. No First Blood. Nope. No Lion Breaker. None of that. None of that. What was the ruse? The ruse, which I got because yeah. you had 100 power level and I had 99. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, no morale tests. I didn't have to deal with morale tests. Yeah, you didn't have to deal with morale tests. Yeah. Which is good. Which is good for Chaos since they don't have. And they, they show no, no, no fear. fear. Right. Wasn't brilliant, but it was good. Right. And then was there something else that we're missing? Wasn't there a twist? That we went over. Oh, yeah, the twist. It was very unremarkable for the type of game we were playing. It was, and we forgot about it, to use it, honestly. It was add one. Oh, uh, right, to your Add one to your psychic test and deny the witch rolls. Yes. As well as if you periled, you would basically, it, it would add one to that result as well. Right, right. And it was one sucker in the game, so. So it wasn't, if it was like Thousand Suns and Gray Knights. Right. So we would be, everyone yeah. would be freaking out. <laughs> right. But uh, it right. wasn't those guys. So, yeah. you know. All right. All right. So let's talk about our armies. You want to talk, want to go first? Sure, sure, sure. All right. So I had a good old Alpha Legion army uh, with two Chaos Lords. One with a, a both with Combi Flamers. Uh, one had Blade of the Hydric, just because. Yeah, and I am Alpharius, which is, the, if you're used at running Alpha Legion, always take that. In case you don't know, it basically allows you, every time when your Warlord dies, uh, you choose a character in your army, and you make him the new Warlord. And you can keep doing that over and over and over again until you run out of characters. So basically, just, if you if you really want to keep that Warlord kill point away from your opponent, it's great. Three squads of Chaos Space Marines, uh, five man squads with las cannons one squad of chaos terminators with an icon of wrath 
some chosen. Uh, actually, I, I should mention the Chaos Terminators had all had multi melters and chain fists. The chosen, who I brought along, all had uh, melta guns, and yeah, that was it. Okay. And, and chaos and chaos bikers, who also had melta guns. Chaos Predator with four LAS cannons. Havocs with four LAS cannons. Obliterators, which we'll go into later, but surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. good. Yeah. And a Heldrake. Okay. Yep. I had uh, two HQs, a Captain and Terminator armor with a Combi Plasma, a Lightning Claw, and the Shield Eternal. Eternal Shields. Yeah. So yeah. that gives him a three up invuln, and then any damage toward him is halved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That, that's actually like uh, what Guileman has. Oh really? Oh, like no, Gaiman cool. and Abaddon both have that. Oh, that that's a that's it's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, go ahead, shoot me with your last cannon. <laughs> Six? More like three. More like three. Oh, those look yeah. like three to me. Uh, I had a librarian in Terminator armor. He had besides Smite, he had the Veil of Time, and Fury of the Ancients. That those were his two um, powers. Time, sure. As and uh, he was in. Uh, he had a, the Force Stave. Yeah. And a Kami Kami Plasma. I had uh, two scout squads, one with all bolt guns and the other one that had camo cloaks and sniper rifles. One tack squad that had a LAS cannon. I had a Terminator assault squad. Yeah. They all had uh, thunder hammers, storm shields. Okay. Except for the sergeant who had uh, lightning claws. Mm-hmm. I had a predator with uh, twin LAS cannons, the two LAS cannon sponsons, yep. storm bolter, and the hunter killer missile. A Thunderfire Cannon. Yep. Yep. I had a Razorback as a dedicated transport for one of my uh, uh, scout squads. And uh, Twin Assault Cannon, Storm Bolter, Hunter Killer Missile. And then I took two Forge World units, the Relic Leviathan Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. I gave him the Storm Cannon Array mm-hmm. for its 10 shots mm. of Strength 7, AP minus 2 yeah, damage. That's crazy. Yeah, D2 damage. And then um, I also took a Fire Raptor Assault gunship yeah. and gave it uh, two twin auto cannons and two twin Hellstrike launchers. Boo, hiss. Yeah, okay. I got to go first. Uh huh. You did not seize. I did not seize. And what kind of difference did that make? Man, so yeah, in the in the eighth edition now, first turns are so vital. Really? Really vital. Especially if you have shooty armies. Yeah. Because it's the one turn where you're going to get to bring, you're guaranteed to bring all your arms to bear. Everything right. you paid for can be there, can be on the table, and can be firing. Now, there's a way to mitigate that if there's cover on the battlefield to some extent. Yeah. In this case, sure. in this case, uh, the way the deployment was done, there wasn't a ton of no uh, in the middle where you were situated. There wasn't a ton of cover. Most of your stuff was pretty visible you had a lot of your your tax squads in one um in one yeah because uh, that was like a, one place thing. of that was a there was an objective there and b yeah yeah it was like a big place it was like a right. place of cover so you put like 15 dudes around that objective yeah <laughs> just to make sure that you held it yeah right uh and provided cover which and, is great it was marines and cover is uh, two up safe so that was that's actually pretty pretty smart yeah yeah, but but your other units, um, no, with the, not cause, so much. Cause, yeah, because with the way the lines were drawn, I couldn't yeah. really you couldn't really get into the ruins that we had around. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of ruins you just couldn't 
really access to their full potential. Right. So it, it was it wasn't really you, worth yeah. So let's say up. you weren't you weren't given a lot of cover opportunities. You did put a pred your predator on in this. We have we have this altar unit that was literally in the middle of the battlefield. Yeah, the chaos. In the altar. middle of the altar was the objective. Yeah. And so you put a predator, predator. tank. Right, right on top of it. Right on top of it. <laughs> and said, this is how I'm holding this objective. Yeah. But it was pretty, but it was open to um, getting shot because it was in the middle of the whole battlefield yeah. with no cover, really. Um, so, for uh, first turn. First turn, I had situated a Thunderfire Cannon in one corner. Uh, in another corner, I had the Relic Leviathan Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I had a Sniper's in um in an elevated position yep pretty much with a good view of most of the battlefield yep yep i had a razorback with a twin assault cannon on the opposite side of the battlefield you know sort of hiding in cover so that your units couldn't attack it yes you did right and then i brought in my uh, fire raptor from my my table edge and Mm -hmm. uh out it came so uh, I held in reserve. I did not. I did not uh, bring into this round my uh, terminators with the Thunderhammer Storm Shields, nor my librarian, nor my uh, Terminator captain. Mm-hmm. And right. why did you decide to hold those guys off? Because I, with the between the Relic Leviathan Dreadnought, the Thunderfire Cannon, and the fire and the uh, Fire Raptor, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to do a ton of damage. Sure, and. Right? And you didn't have, and you didn't, I basically was kind of holding them off because I, I thought that I, they, I kind of wanted to hold them in reserve so that they would fight your Terminators. Sure. Who weren't on the table. Who weren't on the table. All right. So what, what did, did you think I had some other agenda? No, I, the, I, I said, and to, uh, I, I said, and to continue your whole thing about making a lot of uh, progress in terms of destruction. Because you, you mentioned you were hoping that they would, Kill a lot of things. That's yeah, why, that's why I said Andrew. right, right. Is that this turn suddenly turned very meta. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of, kind of that first turn was really good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, between the fire raptor and the thunderfire cannon, we decimated your your havocs. They're gone. And by yeah, gone. Right. You're chosen with the melted guns. Gone. Yep. Right. And then we put and when we killed your predator that was sitting yep. in the middle. Of the battlefield. This is why we're talking about first turn. This, in yeah. case you were wondering what that yeah, was about. Yeah, because look, you got shot with four last cans from the Predator. You yep. got shot with the Avenger bolt guns from the Fire Raptor, the twin autocannons, the Hellstrike missiles, and then the uh, the Relic Leviathan Dreadnought yep. shot at the uh, Predator with its Storm Cannon, Storm, storm Array. Storm Array, yeah. Storm Cannon Array. Um, and that's what finally finished it off, right? And then shot a Melta and killed one Space Marine in that was in the bunker. That would um, do it. Yeah, so it was a great first turn for me. Like all, uh, so much of your heavy like armament gone. Yeah, like four last cannons, four melted guns, and your predator wiped out in that mm-hmm. first turn. Yeah, and I was uh, so that was my first turn. I was like, okay, that's not. <laughs> I got one. I got one victory point because because I was holding onto one objective. This suddenly looks very unlikely. Yeah, but you were very bummed out. Yeah, but right, your turn. But 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 my turn. There was still a little bit of hope. Because I still had stuff in reserve, namely the uh, Chaos Terminators and the Obliterators, who were both in reserve. So I was hoping, I was really hoping, uh, Terminators would be able to kill Dreadnought, Dreadnought off, with a combination of multi-meltifier 
and from uh, charged with chain with chain fists. And I was hoping the obliterators could bring down the predator. Half of what I wanted happened. The predator died. The obliterators. Who? Let's, let's talk about. about yeah, let's talk about it because uh, okay. some people have been like you know like saying obliterators aren't as good as they used to be. As the, they're they're I, definitely different. They're very different. You kind of have to get used to them. Yeah. But two up armor, three wounds, uh, and their guns surprisingly handy they're okay a little random don't get me wrong a little random a bad roll can make them kind of just anti-infantry stuff but four shots at six plus d3 strength so potential nine strength there yeah uh at ap minus d3 so potential minus three and at d3 damage all of what you determine before uh you actually start the shooting right but i mean you have the potential even if you even if you get a one on all of those what you have is a pretty, you know, what you have is 12 shots of some pretty decent strength anti seven, infantry. Yeah. Strength a, seven. AP, AP minus, minus one, 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 one damage. One damage. That's pretty decent anti infantry stuff. Well, right that's, there. that's, that's 12 shots coming from three, three obliterators. Yeah, and so you can wipe seven. out a group of Marines, a unit at, of Marines. At, at the minimum. Yeah, exactly. So maximum. at minimum, right. At maximum, you can take down armor. Yeah. Like which, big armor. Like predators. <laughs> like exactly that like exactly that yeah yeah um so and with their deep striking capabilities and 24 inch range it's not to be underestimated no not at all so well, you so can you can place them i i thought they were pretty effective they were they yeah were, they were pretty good you get some groups of those uh, put yeah. it like drop, drop them in cover in the middle of the field and yeah boom they're gonna do some work they could hold objectives yeah right so anyway you, yeah so your cast bikers softened up the uh Softened up like by one by wound. one wound, <laughs> but that was all it needed yeah. apparently, because yeah. um, the obliterators did the rest of the work. So good job to them. Uh, Chaos terminators came in and they fought, they shot and they went in and did some fighting. It, it was like they made one of their they made one of their hits. Yeah. I think, and did, I don't think did I do any damage. You did like um, four damage. Four I did four damage. Four damage. I did four. The, I did yeah, four whole points. Yeah, or four wounds. Yeah. Now, um, and I had to assault it, and but when all was said and done, it was down to three wounds. Right. Which was uh, I was hoping for a queen wipe. Didn't turn out that way. Didn't turn out no, quite uh, that way. He, the Leviathan fought back and killed the Terminator. Yeah, kill the Terminator. So you were down to four Terminators. I was down to four Terminators. Um, yeah, ultimately, it was sort of uh, kind of underwhel- a little underwhelming, but also sort of what you would expect from a turn where like half of the heavy hitters are gone Yeah, from the army. So, yeah. It was, yeah. it was decent. It, it was. No, it was good. The fact that you had whittled down, that you got rid of the Predator, the predator. and you whittled down the Leviathan... Yeah. To almost, you know, basically he was down to his lowest bracket. He was down to his lowest. So he was, he was basically done for if he, as long as he kept him in combat. Right. Still surprisingly strong because still, yeah. he was still, you Hardy. know, yeah, he could still uh, strike at a four up, he's which is a, crazy. He, which is crazy. And he's got a four up invuln save. He's got a four up invuln save. The guy's which, toughness eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With six, two, two up armor. They have 14 wounds. I think. 14 wounds, two up armor. Yeah. How much does he cost again? Um, I don't know. I can, something hot. Something high. Yeah, something high. It must be something high because that's yeah. Crazy. Of course he's high, but but he's great. <laughs> so yeah, he's great. Yeah. All right. So my turn rolls around again. Yep. 
My priority is to get those obliterators off of the um, objective sure. in the middle, right? So I drop in the uh, uh, terminators, the underhammer, the assault terminators, the nine inches away, mm -hmm. and uh, the librarian and captain right behind them. I move the fire raptor toward the center of the battlefield, so he's yeah. got you know a lot of options, right? The uh, Leviathan is stuck in combat. He's not moving anywhere. Snipers aren't moving anywhere because they don't want to get minuses on their heavy sure, weapons. Sure, sure. Right? Then a fire cannon is staying where it's staying put. And I moved my Razorback to be um, within uh, shooting distance of all the Chaos Space Marines that are in the bunker, the ones holding the other objective. Yeah. And I had disembarked my scouts um, with their bolters, you know, also so that they could shoot at those guys too. Right? And right. Yeah. I had finally, and then one tack squad. Uh, came in from reserve and uh, was targeting uh, your chaos lord. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. You had one chaos, yeah. your warlord, your chaos lord. My chaos lord was the only thing that was left. Was the only thing from he the group of chosen havocs and, and chosen. <laughs> yeah. and his mission was to basically try claim, and kill the thunderfire, kill the thunderfire cannon, claim an objective. Right. Uh, wasn't exactly properly equipped to do that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you had, a, you had a flamer. A guy can uh, a, a, a multi, hey, he had a combi flamer. <laughs> okay, it's uh, a it's different and a blade of the Hydra. So. Mm. Oh boy, I was fearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, that turned the fire raptor softened things up. Yep. Right. I killed uh, three space marines in the bunker with a combination of the um, Razorback and the scouts with their bolters. You did do that, right? Uh, I put a cup, I think one or two wounds on your uh, the um, uh, obliterators using plasma guns. It was one, one, one wound using and plasma it was with guns. Smite. Uh, oh yeah, it was with smite. I, I yeah, you were able to, you were able to uh, successfully roll saves against plasma fire. Yeah, against plasma fire, they're hardy. They're hardy. They're I mean, super hardy. I mean, I, I would prefer toughness five, but that's my only gripe with them. Other than that, yeah, they're they're two up of armor. Yeah. Two up armor, so a minus three, meaning that you made your five up saves. Yeah, right. So so my see what I had done though during the psychic phase mm -hmm. was to cast veil of time on my um, Terminator assault unit, and that was mm -hmm. key. Yes, that was key. So I did cut. So I did get a, a mortal wound uh, using smite, but the other the other power was this veil of time thing, and that was key because when it came to assaults. Uh, I needed I needed the uh, re-roll. Yeah, you needed the re-roll. And the re-roll made them, they, they came in. Yep. And they basically killed two of your obliterators. You got Thunderhammer. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. So, but you but you survived the, the onslaught. I survived, but at that point I was calculating, okay, is this game going to continue? <laughs> right, because now suddenly I've got more guys than you on the objective, so I'm controlling you're it. You're controlling it. I'm um, controlling it, so you're not going to get your three points for that one. The, the Terminator fight did not end well. Let's just say, uh, no. So the okay. So then the other fight was the uh, relic Leviathan versus the four Terminators. Yeah, I got to strike first this time. Yep, I killed two of the Terminators. Yep. in that attack, and then uh, you struck back. Yep, and we killed the Terminator. Uh, we killed the Dreadnought. You killed the Dreadnought, but yeah, it exploded and it, killed the guy. <laughs> it has a nine-inch explosion bubble uh, on a five or, or six, six explosion. They rolled a six. It and explodes. it causes, yeah, it causes D3 mortal wounds. D3 on a unit. Yeah. So uh, I killed another Terminator. So you had mm -hmm. one Terminator left from that. That So not great. I, I, I saw that unit as effectively neutered. Uh, chaos. 
Chaos bikers uh, were dead. Yeah, the Chaos bikers um, had been killed by the Thunderfire Cannon uh, and the, uh, the, the Fire only, Raptor. The only decent hitter I had was uh, Heldrake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he which, comes in. upon my turn, I brought in, uh, shot at the uh, Thunderfire Cannon. I remembered, oh yeah, I can assault with this. It's a whole new world. Um, and didn't do any, didn't do any wounds and just kind of got three wounds for my trouble. And at that point I was just, okay, well, you know, yeah. Terminator, I mean, Terminator moved closer to the bunker. Uh, Obliterator died on that turn. Yeah. The, the Thunderhammer. I, I put finished off that Obliterator. Six, six wounds, some amount of wounds. Six, yeah, six wounds on the, uh, on the fire, on the fire raptor, on the fire using raptor, last cannons, using last cannons, shot into I the shot sky, out, I shot into the sky and get dealt six out of sixteen wounds. Yeah, for sixteen that fire. wounds, that's six forge world. Why do you do this to my soul? <laughs> it's so tough. It's such a great unit. My soul. It's a tough flyer that's hard to. Why? Why? I don't have. I don't have the last cannons now. Why? <laughs> right. Well, anyway, yeah. At that point, I kind of I called it because I was like, oh, yeah, you yeah, conceded. That's very. It was going to be mathematically very difficult for you to win this game. Technically, it was still possible, but at that point, it was like, uh, oh. yeah. I had a I had a, a flyer that was doling out tons of shots at this point. Yeah, it would have probably killed some of the last cannons uh, next turn. Heldrake wasn't getting anywhere super fast, and probably could have been taken care of pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, that wasn't great. Yeah, there nothing really went to plan, and it was all, a lot of it was predicated on that first on turn. First turn on that yeah. first turn. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because now it's it's like it's, I guess you're incentivized to build. We were talking about how you you kind of incentivized to build smaller armies in terms of units now because you want that first turn. Right. So we were talking about like what you were you brought up knight armies. Uh yeah, you can like create a, an army with like oh I got three knights. Uh, that's <laughs> my army. I wonder. I wonder who's gonna, <laughs> who's gonna set up first. I'm deployed. I'm deployed. <laughs> yeah. One, you go. Two, you go. Three. Ooh, look at that. I'm done. Yeah, I go first. <laughs> They're gonna shoot. Knights are all gonna shoot. Knights at you. are all gonna shoot. Right. Yep. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you're definitely incentivized. I think there's some things that are happening to basically change that up in tournament play. Like it's a roll off, but you get a plus one if you deployed, if you finished deploying first or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, something yeah. like something more like that. Because otherwise, that you end sense. up with these kind of scenarios where it's like whoever, you know, goes first typically is going to have a huge advantage. Yeah. I think if I had alpha striked a bit, if I had gotten my alpha strike uh, yeah. then in my full volley, I think the game could have gone differently. There's, there's a blog. There's also something else that went into my thinking when I built this army. Sure. Um, there's a blog, I think, called Variance Hammer. All right. All right. It's basically a math student who does a blog. He's he a Warhammer um, enthusiast. And so he calculates statistics and odds based on Warhammer, okay, sure. based on different units. And he recently did, uh, either he pointed to or he did a, a study, a, a, you know, to see the effectiveness of different units. Sure. And he found out that tax squads aren't very good, aren't worth the points. Okay. As compared to, say, guardsmen. Like, guardsmen are more efficient at killing things and create more wounds really? on a per-point basis than, than, than tax squads. You heard it here first, first folks. Guardsmen 
Better than Space Marines. <laughs> Confirmed. I repeat. Guardsmen. Better no, than no, Space I mean, Marines. I mean, yeah. I mean, Confirmed. I, I mean, Space Marine versus Guardsmen. Who's going to win, right? But, but The Guardsmen, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you put equivalent number of points, yeah. you know, and that you might end up with a, I know, on an average, you do it 100 times, you might end up on with the Guardsmen winning more often. So so anyway, I, I, I'd have to look at the the actual numbers behind it. But the, the main point was that yep. the Guardsmen was a more efficient unit. Yeah. So that just stuck in my head. So, what, what is that? What site called again? Variance Hammer. Variance Hammer. Interesting. Yeah. That's something to, that's something for our audience to look up now. Yeah. It's, I think it's I think it's called Variance Hammer. Do, do a do a quick look and see. So um the and so it basically for me, when creating a, a battalion, you know, detachment, I decided to just have one tax squad. Yep. So that they can have a last cannon in it. Yep. And I'd go with the cheaper um scouts with bolters. Sure. Thinking they could accomplish much of the same with only a reduced, you know, armor save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why not? Why not get the benefits, you know, with a minimum, you know, detriment? The blog is definitely called Variance Hammer, and uh, it's a fantastic blog uh, because it, it does the math of of Warhammer, and he just like finds interesting results, right? Hmm. Yeah, interesting. He does a bunch of number crunching and then comes up with the with the results. Yeah, well, and right. yeah, and it's just good good writing, and just yeah, yeah. makes you think about the game interestingly. Sure. Yeah. So, cool. um, anyway, so that stuck in my head. Yeah. So I decided to use scouts instead of you know tax squads, um, and use the points more for you know more exotic units like the fire raptor and the uh, the leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then I also took a chance in, in creating uh, into basically using uh, assault terminators because I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. The things. So my, I would say my MVP was uh, the fire raptor. I would agree with that. It was it was deleting units as long as you're you're pointing its weapons at uh, MEQs, yeah. Marine equivalents. You are going to do tons of damage. You if you use the the Fire Raptor to go after really tough, you know, strength seven, strength eight armor. Sure. Not so much. Yeah. Right. The the auto cannons are great because you get eight auto cannon shots mm-hmm. at strength seven. Yeah, it's kind of right. I think it's uh, AP minus two. I think it's kind of nutty and two two damage each. That's crazy, right? You're, chew- you're chewing through people. You're yeah, you're chewing through through people, and and you can actually go against like uh you know you you need a four up to wound uh, yeah, predators can, and you tanks. Can, you can do a decent job against armor. Yeah, decent way. job against armor. Um, and then the Avenger bolt gun, which is I think just strength six, um, still just chews up uh, marines. Oh, because yeah, there's ten shots. It's <laughs> right. It's kind of it's kind of mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this thing this thing is just great, and the fact that you can shoot it, you know, anything now with a 360 degree radius is fantastic. So um, I I love that thing. So anytime you get a chance to fight, use a fire raptor. Go get one. Yes. Go to Forge World now and go, right now. Go, Do go, it. Go order one. Is yes pro- you probably the like one of the top performing consistently performing units uh, that i've gotten right yeah the the leviathan also does tons of damage but But for whatever reason like it's a a big it has it gets targeted a lot well yeah because it's a big it's a big scary scary thing with uh, (laughs) 10 shots and like yeah yeah so everyone so i I always send like something after it right because i need to figure but it's fun it's so much fun it is fun. You have options for, like, uh, you can customize it in however yeah. you want. You can give it two close combat weapons, like the Siege Drill and the Siege Claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And the siege siege claw is great because you get to re-roll wounds against infantry. Mm-hmm. Right? The thing is is strength times two and it's strength eight. So it's hitting you at strength sixteen. Yeah. Which is yep. nuts. Right. That is kinda of, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Primark killer, right? When close combat. Uh yeah. It's if it charges in. If it charges if it charges in, yeah. Then right. it, it can do it can do some it gets, damage. It has three attacks, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So that's gonna do a ton of damage. Right? Yes, it will. So, so you can, or you can do it, you know, two shooty arms if you want, but I like having the mobility, I, I should say the flexibility of close combat with that siege drill. And then you, I have a variety of different arms. Mm-hmm. To me, the storm array arm is the best one because it's 10 strength, seven shots. Yeah, that is pretty nice. Right. It, it has some melta shots and it's got some cyclonic the you know, other arm, whatever, and they they're higher strength, whatever. But but this is some reliable anti-infantry. Yeah, the thing shredders. hits on a two up. It hits on a two up and ten strength. shots two up. Mm-mm-mm. Ten shots at two up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's quite mad. Yeah. So put a captain next to him, and you get a rerollable. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get a rerollable shot. Well, that at that point you might as well set him up with the two arms, with the two shooting arms. Yeah, that's true. That's 20, true. 20 shots rerollable oh two up. Oh my god! Think about that. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Now I need to get another relic. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I need to get another one. You need, well, you need to get you need to get an arm. An arm. That's true. I I can just saw off the arm. You just saw. Is that not a? It's yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. You well, it's resin. So, I, but I've done that. Like the arm that it, I, what I did is I jury rigged the arm that it came with, mm-hmm. so that I, I basically magnetized the weapons themselves. Yeah. So I just basically made a clean cut right at the. Uh, uh, elbow yeah and then i can just and i put magnets there and then magnets at, on the weapons themselves and i can so i have a oh there we go bunch of different so weapons. if you if, so if you get another one of those storm those storm or cannon arrays yeah you can just uh saw it off oh magnetize God, 20 shot. 20 shots yeah that that's crazy yeah that is crazy he's still gonna you know hit you at strength eight yeah you know you see it's not but at that in point close combat at that point he has a different purpose admittedly but yeah. He's he's no slouch. He's no, no slouch put, put him next to a captain and a, and a, a lieutenant. Yeah. So it, that, I mean, at that point, if someone's gotten to it, something's gone wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> something's gone very wrong. Right. If something you can get close to that. There's a. I went on an aircraft carrier a few years ago um, as part of an embark for the U.S. Navy, and uh, they've got this super awesome um, uh, sort of system that they have these uh, mini guns. Yeah. Set up all around the perimeter of the uh, aircraft carrier, right? <laughs> yeah. That are computer controlled so that anything, it, it, it has a, it had a, a, a slogan uh, spray painted on, on the gun that said, if it flies, it dies, right? So these <laughs> things are computer controlled and sure. they're basically aiming, um, using algorithms at any anything that's flying, trying to come in within a certain um, range yeah. is going to get shot at with all of this, you know, firepower like like these little mini kind of things like sure. rotating things but then does uh, it get like birds <laughs> no i think they have to be made of metal or something okay that right would be, that'd be... or something that you know isn't you know it'd be kind of it'd be kind of weird to <laughs> it flies it dies it flies it dies <laughs> dies eagles <laughs> but then we were talking to the naval officers and they're like uh yeah we have these but honestly if anything gets within you know five miles of the 
of the aircraft carrier, something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because there are like all these ships surrounding sure. the aircraft. The like aircraft everything carrier. is protecting the aircraft. There's a flotilla, like, yeah, yeah. you know, of, you know, destroyers and warships. So if they're gone. If they're gone, so like you have more, to, if, whatever, whatever you have to worry about. Right. The, the chain guns probably won't do much. Not Many guns much. probably won't deal Right. deal with whatever took all those out yeah exactly so they're like yeah 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 they're just make to make us feel good <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so yeah i think uh between the two units um the fire raptor is probably the more efficient and probably the better unit but i still love the look of the leviathan and um yeah. it's fun to play with i'd say the obliterator was like a hidden gem um, I, the obliterators were like uh, we're surprisingly we're surprisingly great. good. I need I need to look more into those because those could be a real. I mean, deep strike like deep striking three wound models with really good firepower. Yeah. Um, and I mean the deep strike especially is just great for that sort of you, thing. You you deep strike them and put them in in cover. Yeah. And that way they preserve their two up. And then right. Preserve, they can even with a minus one. They can grab an objective AP. and just start mowing folks down. Oh, totally, totally. At a minimum, they're gonna be strength seven. Yeah, at a minimum, they're gonna be strength seven, AP minus one, one damage, which at twelve shots is pretty decent. Right. Uh, at, and you're and in all likelihood, you're not gonna get that. You're gonna get with the higher ones. Right. So. so yeah. I yeah. mean. So obliterate. I like the obliterate. I thought they were good. But ultimately, the terminators probably did the most. The most damage. They killed the leviathan. They, they killed, killed the leviathan. Yeah. That's pretty. Well, it was hard to dodge. You know, five melta guns. Five melta shots and some chain fists. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of built those with some heavy duty stuff in mind. Yeah, I didn't expect the. I wasn't sure if the Leviathan was coming or not, but I figured, ah, uh, well, this will kill. This will kill. Pretty kill much it. any tank guaranteed. So for sure. Yeah. What the heck, right? Yeah, I'm glad it exploded because that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Right. Okay, well that was fun. Was um, fun. all right. So, uh, but now we're talking about uh, maybe playing Death Guard next time yep we'll see we'll see we'll i'll work on the pox walkers and uh, maybe get a start on the telling man and uh the mythic blight hauler and then we can we can what we can do is we can um count as a bloodthirster as martarian to see yeah, whether yeah, martarian's yeah. worth it we gotta because yeah. we gotta test that bad boy out yeah he's got some stats i've seen some battle him. reports online where he has been a complete badass he's been taken down yeah but man, yeah. his auras of like mortal wound auras—that's crazy. He just—he just being around him, yeah, is bad. <laughs> just being he in, just in his bad. in his vicinity kills you. <laughs> he smells so he smells so bad that everyone died. <laughs> right, <laughs> the end. Right, that's the story of Mortarian. Yep. Okay, I think we're gonna call it. All right. So this has been uh, episode fifty-two. If you want to reach us. Uh, please feel free to send us email. We are the Eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com. Take a moment to subscribe to our SoundCloud feed, and that way you won't miss an episode at all. And then feel free to like us on mm -hmm. iTunes and SoundCloud and wherever you get your podcast. All right, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Until then, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon.